Welcome. This episode is the live Q&A that I did on Twitter with some questions that were sent to me prior and some audio questions. So if you want, you can listen to this episode in audio format. And by the way, thank you to the Twitter followers for voting to do this live. It was such a great experience, even though I was terrified. And a slight clarification, I said something about the jokes with guests and how they didn't make it in the final cut. I didn't mean the guests, I meant the jokes, but the way I said it kind of sounds funny, so forgive me for not structuring that sentence properly. As I said at the beginning, don't mind the slamming doors, the microwave, the cat's bell, (laughs) and all the other sounds that you hear. Everybody's home and doing virtual learning, so there's always a lot of activity here. Thank goodness the dogs didn't start barking because that would have added another layer. So venture in at your own risk. (laughs) Hello, everybody. So you guys voted that I should go live for the podcast one year. So here I am. I have my computer with the questions on the side here. So um, I hope that some of you might send me some questions, which would be great. I'm also warning you that the kids are all virtually learning and the cat has a bell on her collar and there's doors slamming. So this is a very active kind of live. So hopefully it'll still work. I I guess I can start with your first questions that you've sent in. So the first question was, what was the inspiration behind the name of the podcast? The inspiration was actually my daughter's boyfriend who said, why don't you just call it history, eh? That's how easy it was. So after months of trying to figure it out and looking at websites and trying to figure out what would work best, then suddenly... It just happened, right? It's like magic. And I guess the second question, I kind of grouped them all up for you guys because I didn't want them to be necessarily individual questions for the ones that were sent in. Uh, Why did you first decide to start a podcast? So that's kind of a common question. There's always many reasons. My primary reason was just I love history and I'm trying to learn more about history, but I don't have time to learn about history. I don't have time to read every single book on every single topic and know every single historical person in all the corners of the world, which, you know, would be awesome if you could just get a biosmosis kind of thing. Not possible. So I figure if I start a podcast, I can interview people, I can interview them on topics they love, and I can learn more. So that is why I started the podcast. It's a little bit self-serving in a way, I guess, Um, but I get to learn about different people, different times, different events from people who are either really passionate and they know a lot about it or some incredible experts that have agreed to come on the show. So very cool. And uh, the second part to that question was, has your vision vision changed for it since you started it? Well, my vision was always to do interviews. So I guess in a way that hasn't changed. What has changed is I'm trying to get as many different topics as possible. So I'm always looking for more topics, more people. So if you have a topic, then make sure to contact me because I'm very interested to know about it. Another question was, 
uh, what is your header photo? So that little blue picture that I have, that's actually a trip that my husband, Jamie, and I went to Scotland. First big trip we really have ever done. And I took that on the Isle of Lewis. It was just one of those magical days where we were driving around and it was just so gorgeous. And the color is really vivid and it brings a smile to my face. So I decided why not? There's history there, so that works. Um, I mentioned being in school. So uh, how does the podcast help with school? So in case you're not sure, um, I went back and did my bachelor as an adult, as an old person. And uh, then I went and I did my master's last year and then I started my doctorate this year. So in history, human studies, uh, interdisciplinarity, I did my master's in Viking studies and I did my undergrad in history and linguistics. So kind of all over the place, but still history. And the, the question was, how did it change? Like, how did it uh, help with my schoolwork? So funny story. I mean, lots of times things kind of spark something, right? In the most recent case would have been with my thesis when I interviewed Dr. Sinbeck. He was talking about combs and, you know, uh, the importance of combs and all this. And it just really sparked me. And I did a whole section on combs in my master's. Even though I knew I wanted to do an artifact of some kind, I wasn't sure which one until I talked to him. And then I went, oh, perfect. That's exactly what I'm looking for. So yeah, the podcast actually really helped. Uh, what was the funniest moment? Um, there's no real funniest moment, but I have to say that I really remember sitting in Dr. Todd Webb's office, interviewing him about the Yeadon riots, which I had not known anything about. And we were sitting there and we were slinging dad jokes and just really terrible jokes and laughing so hard. Honestly, I don't even know how we got a podcast out of it because I think we laughed you know, 60% of the time. And it was such a great conversation to have. This is all pre-COVID, of course. And I really hope that we can, you know, do that again in interviews and have a lot of fun. When it comes to virtual, it's always a little more difficult. Sometimes when we do Skype, it's a lot easier. We can see facial expressions. But I mean, I've had some pretty awesome conversations and laughter and really bad jokes with a lot of the guests that don't make it into the podcast because they're ridiculous. Um, and I love the fact that we're creating these connections and I hope that they feel the same way. Uh, you mentioned a brood of kids. So what's a brood? Well, a brood in our family is seven. So we have seven children, but they're all teenagers and young adults. So we're past the sleepless nights because of babies. We're into the sleepless nights because of teenagers. So that's a whole other, a whole other topic. Uh, what is your favorite place to listen to podcasts? Originally, when I first started listening to podcasts a few years ago, it would have been in the car driving around. We live far out of town, so we're like we're on some countryside, so we have long drives to get to places. And essentially, um, that just gives me, you know, 45 minutes, an hour to listen to a podcast. So I could listen to one or maybe even two episodes, just driving the kids around, going to swimming lessons and, you know, like cadets and like just different, different things that they're a part of. Uh, another question, do you have a dream guest living or dead? So that's a really tough question. I mean, honestly, with my obsession with Vikings and Gales and Celts, I, there's too many of them, but after talking to Dr. Friedrich's daughter, I really love the idea of talking to other, the deep minded. There's a lot of information about her and it's just really interesting. Her life story is 
fairly well developed in a saga, which is unheard of for women. So I'm really interested in knowing more about more about her. But I'm also interested in the women who were in Greenland and, you know, possibly traveled to Canada because I'm Canadian. So I would love to, you know, sit down and chat with them. Living? I don't know. I have a lot of dream guests. I mean, uh, I follow a lot of people on Twitter that I'm like, oh, it'd be so cool to have them on the show. But, you know, they're big names and I'm a tiny podcast. So I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't imagine that they'd necessarily want to be on my show. Um, but hey, if, you know, if uh, Jackson Crawford, if ever you have a spare moment, I'm definitely a living guest that would be a dream guest with his linguistic in Old Norse just fascinates me. And that's about it for the questions that were sent in. So I really appreciate everybody that sent in the questions and that made me do this live podcast. Thank you guys so much. Um, I'm an introvert. I usually talk to my mic and that's about it. So this is interesting. Oh, I did have a video or an audio question. So as I said, apologize for all the noise and the craziness here. Hey, Rosie, Alex Williams here. Um, I have a few questions for you. You can include as many or as few of these as you'd like. But first is, Rosie, you're always asking about what time period your guests would travel to if they could. So I'd like to know, when would you go? Okay, so Alex, thanks for sending me an audio clip. I don't know if you guys heard it. Um, I'll put together a live podcast episode audio thing. And I'll make sure that, that the, good, the good audio is in there. But he basically asked that, I always ask, you know, if you had a time machine, where would you go? Who would you meet? And he asked me that question. Now, that is a super difficult question to answer. And I always appreciate the difficulty it is for the guests too. Um, who would I want to meet? That is, oh my gosh, I don't know. I'd really have to think about it, you know. <laughs> uh, probably somebody Viking, most likely. Or some gales. I mean, Boudicca sounds pretty cool. So, you know, a Celt. She'd be pretty cool to meet. Honestly, I'd really like to just be in a village during the Viking Age in Scandinavia and kind of just really feel everything that happens and see the process in so many things. So, you know, how did they do the weaving? I mean, we know how they did the weaving, but to be there physically, to see them take the wool, dye the wool, you know, put it into a string, into wool, um, then weaving it, what they did afterwards, just the different techniques in that. And then you think about the food, you know, yeah, we know what they ate, but at the same time, how much harvesting was it? How much time was it spent? I'm kind of fascinated with the whole everyday life part. Um, so that was, that was definitely top of my list. If I were to go somewhere, there's no real battle or anything. I'm not really interested in seeing the battle I you know it's interesting but not to be present that's a little scary um and there's nothing really super modern that I'd be interested in I would definitely love to meet my grandparents that would be pretty cool or even great-grandparents or even the first family that came to Canada that's my lineage that would be pretty cool but I mean those are all sort of normal answers so I'm not very original sorry second is what is the first piece of history that really inspired you? Hmm. Okay, so what is the first piece of history that inspired me? I remember learning about the feudal system in grade 8. That was a while ago, long time ago. I also remember in grade 10 we had this um, science, or sorry, history fair. It's like a science fair, but for history. 
And I remember being with my friend and we chose um, Les Chateaux, so castles. So we had um, popsicle stick castle and then we had like a stone castle, which was made out of cardboard, obviously. And I remember my task, she was more visual art, visual arts and very, you know, crafty and stuff. So she worked really hard on some of these, what we call maquettes, like little examples. Um, and I was in charge of the research and I just, I mean, this is pre-internet. I'm, I'm really old. So this is pre-internet. This is like going to the library and spending hours looking up stuff on Les Chateaux Fort, you know, the castles. And I remember spending a lot of time doing that and making a massive report. And we ended up going to regionals, I think. I don't, it's a little blurry, but we definitely, you know, went somewhere with it. So that was pretty exciting. What's the coolest thing you've learned while doing the podcast? Ooh, what's the coolest thing I've learned doing the podcast? Honestly, I think it's how you can still create connections, um, even virtually, which is amazing. I didn't, I didn't expect it to be that easy. I mean, it's still, there's still work involved, but I feel like I know my guests really well by the time they leave, which is super exciting. Um, and thank you so much, Jerry, for your happy anniversary comment. That's really sweet, by the way. If you could change one moment in history, what would it be? Oh gosh, Alex, I don't know. If I can change one moment in history, I think history could change so quickly. And it's difficult to be able to say if it would go better or worse. If I could change history, I honestly don't have an answer for that. That's like a really philosophical question. But thanks, Alex, for sending in those audio clips and really cool four questions. That's really, really neat. Um, I don't know what I'm supposed to do for this live video besides this. So I appreciate all the questions you guys have sent in, whether it be audio or uh, email or uh, direct messenger and uh, all of those things and I'm really awkward so I'm just gonna say bye and I'm happy it's been one year thanks guys <laughs>